WV Uncommonplace. This podcast is a variety podcast that houses numerous series to cover mental health, empowerment, podcast framework, and various intimate theories to get to know the hosts. Along with occasional movies, reviews, and dives in pop culture with our event podcast episode. The Uncommonplace digs into bringing guests on that stories don't fit the mold and are very different. WV stands for the great state of West Virginia and every quarter we cover something in West Virginia. Stacy and myself JR are your hosts so please come along for this venture to Uncommon Plate. And the second episode in this SEO driven uh, market that we're doing. Oh, I forgot. I'm JR from West Virginia and Commonplace. You know, you got an intro, so you definitely get to hear what we're about and stuff like that. So real quick, we're going to go jump into sponsorship in the third episode. This one right here, I'm just giving you some effective marketing tactics to work with. First thing with your podcast, you've already developed it. You got your name. You got a few episodes out. Even if you don't have a few episodes out, SEO quick thing optimize your podcast for search use relevant keywords in your podcast title description tags to make it easier for people to find you through search engines like google and other podcast directories like apple um iheart true story real quick um there was a listener in england that wanted it to to go further than just hearing the one episode because a guest shared it um and it was very hard to find our podcast for them and they gave me their story of why it was hard because they thought that WV Uncommonplace was all one word. And it is not one word. In certain instances, it's a capital WV and a capital U in certain search queries. And then other ones, the letters are capitalized in different uh, efforts. So it didn't lead them to what they were looking for. So what I had to do, I had to actually search for myself and see how it came up for me. For me, everything lowercase and everything came up properly. So what I had needed to start doing in the episodes was I added a link tree in there or a way for people to have one setting to get to the show. And then once I went back and started searching the show, started searching the show with guests, I was able to see that the optimization is there. It just, you need to make it as easy as you can for someone to find it. And if you don't do that, which we had it fairly difficult because of how we were quarried, I started doing certain SEOs with hashtags, um, hashtag WV Uncommonplace, hashtag WVUNC, um, hashtag West Virginia Podcast, hashtag West Virginia Podcasting, so that when you look up these things and it's in a search query, or you look up the term West Virginia Podcast, we pop up at the top of that search yield. Now, the, the next one that everybody wants to talk about is promoting on social media. Now, here's a disclaimer. And this disclaimer is like this. Your content, what any social media guru will tell you, will breed where your show will go. I am not a firm believer in that at all. I am a believer that and I treat everything as it's someone else's Facebook. LinkedIn is the business people's Facebook. Instagram is the hipster um, Facebook. Twitter is a Facebook for a lot of people. Tw- uh, Twitch is a way for to get gamers. Discord is a way to have commu- a landing place for communities. Um, 
when you do all the other social medias. So it's so many different grabs that you can do with how to promote your show. And um, I do like Katie Brinkley's idea of promoting yourself in one place. And I agree with that wholeheartedly until you get to a certain point. If you can't meet or match your target audience there and you're gaining listeners via word of mouth and then these people, you find that their places that they rest at their landing pads or Twitch or different places, find a way to have your show in these different places, but you don't have to do it every single day. I'm not saying that at all. Um, there are automation items such as Hootsuite, MetaSuite that can take care of Facebook and Instagram at one time. Hootsuite can take care of a slew of them. Just, you know, I just say this, if you're going to post something with your podcast, make sure it's a solid content that can go across all social medias. And that saves you time so you don't have to do things for every little thing. So if you know that you're going to post on TikTok, well, TikTok in turn, that video can be a video for Instagram Reels, for Facebook Reels, for anything that's video oriented. And if you know you do a video podcast, you have enough content to chop it up into videos to spread across everywhere in one sitting. There's multiple apps you can use like Headliner to make audiograms, different things to drive people to your podcast that obviously may not get there. So inside of that, it's a key thing of figuring out the listener migration. No social media guru, none of them are going to tell you how to do that. So here it is quickly. You have to have a lot of trial and error. You have to figure a way and that way is to look at your analytics and to, you know, you have to have that email list. Um, that email list is key because you're going to get your core audience there. So when you get your core audience from that, you, you go out there in the world and that works for you there. So social media, it's a big bubble. So you have to just be careful and just allow trial, trial and error. You have to fail and succeed and fail, fail, fail before you will succeed. So that's one thing I just want to throw there and keep that out there in the open. Next thing, collaborating with other podcasters. Um, I've learned this on three different levels. So the first level is literally doing a podcast with another podcaster that's from the same genre or someone from a different genre that has an attractive audience that you believe will mesh with your audience. And there are in both of you can, in a collaborative effort, build your listener basis from each other. That's a good one there. And also with collaborating, um, one ideal that I wasn't fancy to, but I am to a little bit more now is guesting on other shows will do a difference for your show. And I will say that. Now, um, the second thing is a partnership. This is another part of collaboration that gets lost. Um, a partnership. Share your show in certain areas, geographic locations, via Snapchat, via taking the, the, the Spotify, taking the iHearts, taking whatever, and moving other people's contents where you live while they move your content where they live. Because some people live in very populous areas and they can help your show grow with the simple bit of sharing it in a geo location and your podcast sitting there like with Snapchat for a few months and then going from there, bam. The third part of collaborating is building relationship with content creators to where and this is another bit of social media sharing that you can, that they can take something from yours that they find value in and they can push it for you. Not you asking them to do it, but if they're a fan of your show, if they listen or you listen to theirs on a regular basis, if they have something that truly moves you, you can definitely put it out there. Okay. Uh, another part of this, uh, effective marketing tactics that we're going to go over is email marketing. Uh, my success with that is up and down. 
I use MailChimp for mine. I send out certain emails. I stop doing it on a regular basis. I do it here and there so that it's special. Um, I build my audience in a way that they know that when they get an email, it's going to be about latest episodes, exclusive content, and promotion that we will have going on later. So emailing in the very beginning, if I had done it real stronger, I would have known my target audience before I got almost 50 episodes in. I did 50 plus episodes and didn't know what my target audience was. I knew that there were people listening. I knew that there were people following and encouraging me to keep going. So I was like, hey, I'll just keep putting out content and hopefully they like it. But I didn't leave them with any landing space or anywhere to go with that. So that's a key thing that you got to do. Have a landing place for, for your audience if it's if it's Discord or somewhere, somewhere where your people can gather and it's authentic for them. Uh, even if that's Instagram and the DMs, if that's how you do it, you do it however you see fit. Don't follow what I say or what a guru says, but you do need to have just the one thing that I agree with with all social media gurus. You do need to have a place where they can come, leave messages. They can feel like they're part of the family or that they're, that there's a bond and there's a friendship there. You want that with your audience, just hands down. Boom. Um, then another thing that I found that is a up and down uh, with effective, effective marketing is attending some podcast events and conferences. I tell everybody at some point, go to one. Stacy and I went to PodFest. I gathered a lot of information and I found out exactly how we were perceived in podcasting. And I was able to um, finally come up with this idea of what I'm looking for when I go to one of these. And in, in, and in going to one of these, I found that there's certain things that the conferences do. And I have to look at all conferences and, and different things like, uh, like this, they show you trends and how they're, they're, they're building and innovating. And then people are sharing their personal stories of how they gained something. So when you take that all in, you have to be very careful with it because you have to see how they build stuff up and how they did this stuff. Now, Going on over to the exclusive content. This is something that everybody wants to talk about and wants to jump into. I have no Patreon experience. I have no Patreon people. So with exclusive content, we put it over on Spotify. We put it over on Apple. And then the listeners that are that are core listeners, we send them direct episodes that do not get released to the public. And you're asking me the reason behind that is, is because the people that engage and encourage the show to grow do deserve to have some type of content that is outside of what we do for free or not for free, but that we put out publicly that everyone can access. And then my last tactic, and this is something that goes in hand with the collaborate with podcasters and this is with guests. It is not about your guests being famous or your guests having a million followers. Find the guests that are going to leverage the type of topics and the agenda that you want to spread across your podcast and that your listeners want to listen to. So, for instance, if I bring on a life coach, I'm going to bring on a life coach that makes sense to to the audience that I am trying to keep or um, get going or gather, whatever. I'm going to bring on people that it makes sense and it just, it doesn't just like have random guests on for no reason. Um, I had a guest on that talked about, uh, eating, eating disorders, but she did it like this. She did it as emotional eating. You know, she didn't say dyslexia. I mean, not dyslexia. Um, you know, the eating disorders. I'm sorry. My, my mind's went a little flat, but we, 
um, went ahead and brought the guest on. She talked about uh, emotional eating. And those episodes were responded to by people because it was a one-off deal because I didn't have anything with it, but it was a strong topic for me. And we were going into, you know, January, beginning of the year. Um, it was a one-off episode, but I got stronger feedback about that than I did some of the other content because those people were like, hey, this is something I can relate to. And there was no pressure inside the way the conversation was. It was nothing that said, hey, da 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 this, this, and that. And it worked out. So leveraging certain guests uh, and getting them to uh, take care of whatever you want done with them being a guest, that is like a key thing that you that you have to do. If you don't do that, you will end up like I have in certain cases, uh, having guests on and the shows are great shows, but because you didn't get them to leverage... Um, you know what they were doing and different things like that then you know you it just puts you in a in, in an area where why did i have this guest on and their purpose why did i defeat it by not encouraging more or promoting the episode stronger so basically the key to successful podcast marketing to me is to be consistent and persistent with your efforts and when i'm talking about your efforts i'm saying just like this you know how hard you're going to work for a result. If you're not going to work harder for a certain result, then expect what you put into it. Um, and expect failure, failure, failure before there's any success. Anybody that is an overnight success had hard failure. And if anybody was overnight success and they didn't have any failure, I'm going to find a hard time to believe that story. So in turn, we've covered that. Um, the third episode, we'll be talking about sponsorship and podcasting. And I want to thank you guys, you know, for giving me the opportunity to do something that I like to do. And um, if you have any questions or anything like that, always hit us up at WVUncommonplace.com um, or on the email at WVUncommonplace at gmail.com. Once again, I am JR and I am signing off. Please follow WV Uncommonplace on Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter. TikTok where we have some great content, Facebook, LinkedIn, hit up the merch store at onecommonplace.square.site, join the email list from the website, and rate, subscribe, and give feedback from your favorite podcatcher. And lastly thanks for listening and tune into the next episode. Thank mm-hmm. you.